Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad. Happy New Year. I'm Ronnie. Happy New Year, everybody. And today what we're covering is season two, episode 23 of the most confusing show of all time, Mm -hmm. the Shibuya Incident Gate Close episode. Ronnie, what did you think? You're right, Chad. It was very confusing. You warned me that it was very confusing. It became uh, confusing right out of the gate. I'll say that. I was very worried. I've rewatched it in the past two hours some five times. Okay. I'll go ahead and tell you this. I got home at about uh, 4.50, something like that. Started the episode, and until you've gotten here, at a little after 6.30, I have just been, as soon as it finishes, I just rewind it and I play it again. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't been sitting in front of the TV through that whole time, but yeah, I've watched it a good amount of times. Yeah, I'm going to need you to help me walk through this one whenever we go through it. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's something else. I'll say that. And I'll say this. I liked the concluding product and where the story's going okay it's just how we get there that confuses me sometimes yeah honestly the second half of the episode is like once we just get there yeah it's good because then you go oh wow they're not holding back there's a lot of crazy things going on yeah and like you said yeah where it lands it's good Mm -hmm. it's just the uh quadruple backflip half gainer 380 that they do Mm -hmm. to get there that i was like uh but then you also saw uh, tweets slash X posts, whatever you want to call them, that were basically being like, "Hey, this is confusing." Did it have a lot of mm-hmm. likes, or did it, it did? Have it did. A few likes? No, people uh, people think it's confusing. Okay. That, that's a good thing. Even the guy that we talked to at work that uh, reads the manga, of this show, he goes, "Yeah, it's pretty damn confusing." I'm glad we have people like Raphael to message us. Shout out Raphael. He's messaged us almost throughout this entire season, explaining things. Uh, especially, especially for your small brain, because a lot of the stuff I get, he, I think he said that in a few messages too. He's like, I know Chad, you get a lot of this, but this is aiming towards Ronnie as well. He's like, I know I'm over, this is over explaining things to you, Chad. Yeah. But no, yeah, it, I get confused too. There's a lot going on. So let's hop right in and just try to get through this We'll take it piece by piece. Yeah. You know, that's all we can do. I'll say this, what I have surmised and what I surmised, think, big brain. It's not surmised. It's surmised. Sum, uh, sorry, I meant summarized. Mister, Bi- okay, not even the word that you were close to saying. I'll say it again. Big brain. <laughs> hey, I never said I had a big brain. I said you had a small brain. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Is that what we need to know, Ronnie? What you need to know? This. Uh, fake ghetto character mm-hmm. he is just a really good sorcerer okay well he's a cheater but we'll get to that he's kind of a cheater but he's been around a thousand years yeah. and he's a really good sorcerer you give me a thousand years on this planet watch what i do you know what i mean what if i had a yeah. thousand years i'll tell you what you do you become one of the cursed objects that's just sucks you become the prison realm that's what you are you're a prison oh. realm. Oh, you're, I'm the prison realm that can yeah. hold back Gojo, the strongest sorcerer. You don't do anything. Live. You don't oh, do anything. Oh, wow. Thanks, Chad. Oh, cool. I'm the most, I'm the greatest trap of all time. Amazing. That's a pretty good use of my thousand years, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's hop right in. We've got Yuki. She is, uh, 
going to be about as useless as ever this episode. Yeah, yeah, she really is. I am prepared to shit on her this episode. I am too. She, She's a special... God, I can't talk right now. She's a special grade curse. And I was like, okay, we get, at least get to see what she can do. She's going to pull some moves off here. She does nothing. No. Does absolutely nothing this episode. But she's talking to fake Ghetto. Um, she's trying to buy time for her allies... Wait, sorry. She's trying to buy time for LaRue, which I guess is an ally, right? Okay, so that was the first thing where I went, oh boy, who the hell is LaRue? Yeah. Um, looked it up. I don't remember ever seeing the guy before. I just did images, you know, to avoid yeah. spoilers. That's the gamer move, pro gamer move, by the way. Uh, still don't look at the recommended things because some sketchy stuff will pop up. But if you ever need help remembering a character, don't want to be spoiled, you just type it in on the keyboard on the image tab, and then you just look at like So a, you're saying this person is probably someone we haven't met well, yet. Well, Chad, he's got hearts on his pectorals. Do I you remember seeing that, any no. guy like that? No. Me either. Okay, so a new character. So, so like... And, okay, this right here out of the gates when I started to get mad, but I had to hold myself back a little bit. The problem is it goes back to there's too many damn characters in this show that don't do enough because I see there's someone so like that many. and I go, oh, God, I forgot someone. Plenty of shows do the thing where they like name drop someone that you don't know yet, but you know like all the other characters have mostly been rounded out. So you go, oh, that's someone we don't know about yet. Let's see what what becomes uh, what comes to light about that character. This one I just go, oh, God, <laughs> did I forget someone? No, he had heart pectorals. So she's talking about advancing humanity to the next state. The next stage is freezing it from, sorry, freeing it from cursed energy. It's icy. I don't blame you. Yeah. But the guy says, no, it's optimizing it. Mm -hmm. And that's when she realizes in this moment, I'm not talking to Ghetto because he would not say something like that. Oh, yeah. And we'll go ahead and we can kind of take it piece by piece, but... Let's lay the land to try and make it as simple as possible. Part of my confusion is there are so many people with so many different opinions on what they want to do with the world that you can get mixed, especially when one of them was Ghetto and then the other one is just ghetto in Ghetto's body, but he's got a different opinion. He's basically got the exact opposite opinion of Ghetto. Right, like she's coming from a standpoint of like, okay, all cursed energy, gone, right? Ghetto was saying, okay, no normal person, all sorcerers, that's who we want to keep. This guy's saying only cursed energy. <laughs> He's Yeah, this guy's saying we optimize it to where all these people that can't use it at the moment can use it, and we just make it an all-out. What I – and I, I'm getting ahead of myself, but what the – whole thing that I'm getting at here is this guy wants as much chaos as possible, wants as many sorcerers as possible. All the people that can't use sorcery, he wants them to use sorcery so it can just be like an all-out battle and it can be a golden age of cursed energy. Is he like the Thorkel of Jujutsu Kaisen where he just <laughs> yeah. wants to like fight for the next 500 years? That's what it seems like. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, we'll talk about it later on, but he does have a comment later on that definitely makes it seem that way. Um, By the way, I've already got a very short and sweet TikTok I'm going to drop that will probably get like 17 likes. Okay. Um, so like double the numbers we yeah, usually yeah. get. I mean, Yuji just does a great job of helping us out here. 
I'm just gonna say when you're talking to talking to your friend about Jujutsu Kaisen, there's just a thing where Yuji's face looks so confused, and he goes, "Uh, I don't get it either." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is perfect. Yeah. Our friends right now, Panda and all the rest of them, they're just frozen, uh, sitting still while this is all going on. I forgot to mention that. Um, But yeah, like you said, she's utterly confused because this is the opposite of what the real ghetto says. So she goes, no, I'm talking to the real one. It's like she sees the markings. It does a close-up of the markings on ghetto, and she realizes, oh, something's taking control of him, but maybe the real one can actually still hear me. It's like she's talking to that. It, but then she it. also second guesses that because then she goes, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, 12 years ago, I keep forgetting that she talked to him 12 years ago because time Go- jumps. Kojo, Kojo, Gojo's like 28 now. Yeah, they were 16 back then. She's still looking as fine as ever because she was. She looks nice, but that's about the only thing she's doing. Yeah. So she talks about how few sorcerers and spirits pop up around the world compared to Tokyo and like the rest of Japan. Okay, and just That's a real quick note that I caught on my fourth rewatch. When she says that, she shows what I believe to be one of Chozo's brothers. In huh? here, you tell me if that's what it looks like to you. No, 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 no. That's the guy. Uh, Who's that guy from the film? Uh, that's training Utah. You're right. You're yep. right. Doesn't he kind of look like that guy though? He does. He looks like <laughs> <Okay>. the uh, <laughs> the one that's afraid to show his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That brother. Yeah. And he's got a shirt on, so I was like, everything checks out. Yeah, that actually he does very much look like him. And it's a weird hat, and you know me and weird hats. I don't yeah. like them. So yeah, this is where Utah's been the whole time is with that right. gentleman. Just a, such a weird time to just flash that on my screen. Right. Though. So that is interesting though that there's just not that many out of Japan. I guess like the source of cursed energy is well, from Japan. And that was good. I really yeah. like that because we've talked about that a lot where we were like, you know, everything seems to be going down in Japan. Is this stuff happening in America or anywhere else? And I, like, I guess it is, but on such a small scale that it's right. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. So she then starts talking about using Tengen to optimize cursed energy would mean only humans of this nation, okay, she's trying to make it to where only humans of this nation would become sorcerers, but would put a monopoly on cursed energy. Mm-hmm. And she goes, the powerhouse, and it shows the United States, probably wouldn't stand for that. The, uh, okay, the yes, shows the United States easily enough, or easily explainable. You could easily figure that out, but still, they still want to... I'm already confused as hell. Now they're going to show me a space view of the United States at From a weird an angle, angle. From an angle yeah, yeah. on the cloudiest day that you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And she's going to call it the superpower instead of just America. Mm-hmm. So like I figured it out, but I was still just like, show you got to help me out here. Yeah. You got to toss me a bone. <laughs> I know. I agree with you. And then she talks about the military, like if militaries got involved. You know, it would be bad. Because in this moment, I'm trying to remember. I'm like, all right, what all do we remember about Tengen? Because we never saw him. I haven't talked. uh, We haven't talked about him in like 18 episodes since episode five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, She just talks about that bringing great misfortune because then it'd be a monopolized power of human flesh and bones, creating cursed energy. Obviously, everybody would want their hands on that. 
And that's when Fake Ghetto says he doesn't desire a world without cursed spirits. Um, he says everything that he created himself was limited by the bounds of his own potential. The answer was always glimmering darkly within chaos. So a master of chaos. Uh, the one thing we see Panda attached to the glacier here. See, the funny thing about Panda when he's in gorilla mode is I think he's probably like really scared right now or uh, just really uncomfortable. But something about that face when he's in gorilla, he can't just not look extremely powerful and angry. Oh, I know. He looks very angry and powerful. It's like kind of when you realize that dogs can't really look sad when they have their mouth open. Because like their tongue's gonna hang out and they're gonna kind of have like a a little grin to them just because that's the way their mouths mm-hmm. are. That really tore me up when I was a kid. I was like, oh, so wait, how do you know that they're happy? And then someone told me, look at their tail, and that's what I do now. Yeah, your dog's tail is always still stuck between her legs, even when I walk up to this day. Don't say that about my dog. Well, when you walk up, yeah. That's what. I'm, yeah, when I yeah. walk up, she's skeptical. She thinks you might be doing a long con. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm only over here like every other day so obnoxious in a podcast way people yeah yeah yeah, yeah, in a, yeah. whoa you can't just be saying that man this is where the studio not at night during the day she's the guard dog for the studio yeah so he's basically saying like over the past thousand years he's tried everything until he realized that he was limited by the bounds of his own potential mm-hmm. and to really get to what he wanted he's just got to unleash chaos unfiltered chaos so like bigger than him he's going to be caught in it too because like he doesn't have the power that he wants to be able to control things the way he wants he then uses idle transfiguration and then talks about how he wanted jogo too but mojito will do and he says he marked two non-sorcerers ahead of pause real quick yep because this is where i mean what's her name again yuki yuki She's terrible the whole time. We've already talked about that. But I was saving my fury until this moment right here. Because if you remember last episode, one Ronald Coleman uh, took took umbrage with the way that she appeared on the scene. So cocky like all the other characters that ever enter from screen, right? Just acting like they had the entire situation under control. And she did that. And then all it took was for her to... like She didn't even know where... Mahito was, which I guess she knew to be the most powerful curse yeah. out there. She didn't even have dab or uh, didn't have tabs on him, and then she learns that, and she looks like the most horrified person that's ever existed. <laughs> that's like that's like literally me being like, "Here's exactly what that's like." Okay, uh, say we have a basketball game, right? I'm obviously the best player, but I can't get there until. Middle, right, middle you're of playing. The game. You're playing. Yes, middle short. Of the game. You just got off the short bus. You're entering the gym. Yes, best so player. It's, so it's halftime. Okay, and I come running in. You know, I've got my fit is on point. Got the shoes laced up. I yep. get on the court, but they're and, on the wrong feet. And yep. I look and I look at the opponents and I go like this. <laughs> Let the fun begin. And then you walk up to me and you point to the scoreboard and we're down seventy three to thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the kind of energy she walks in yeah that's like the detroit pistons that's <laughs> yeah. like cunningham just saying that before every game yeah just showing up halfway through and being like all right here we go 
It's already over. You what know you- what's funny about her, though? I think, well, later on, she does some sketchy shit, but she totally just let him monologue and do all this and then admits to letting him do that later. Did you catch that? I did not catch okay, that. Okay, well, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get it. Um, but yeah, she could have attacked him. Am I wrong in saying that? Yeah, I I would have liked to see how that goes. Well, I, yeah. yeah, we don't even know what she can do. But she could have tried. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he talks about the two non-sorcerers uh, that he marked ahead of time, which we knew that Fushi's sister... Uh, Tam- Tamiko uh, S- or Sumiki. 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 We knew she was marked. Had no idea it was from Brainiac, though. So he's he's had plans on plans this entire time. Yeah, I mean that's nice to know that like his plan never changed. Right. It yeah. Seems he's like been, from season one, this is what he's been on. He's been doing this this entire time. He's it, crafted it very well, and everything is going perfectly, perfectly well for him. But I want to know. He said two non-sorcerers. One of them's uh, Fushi's sister. He then doesn't say the other doesn't one. Doesn't say the other one. I wonder if we know that character or not. For them to do that, we've got to, right? We have to, yeah. Junpei's mom, maybe? Might be Junpei's mom. I didn't think about that, but that's actually a very yeah. good theory. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, I wanted to also talk real quickly about how, you know, he said he wanted Go or Jogo. Any other reason other than just like he's wanting to catch them all, you know, and it's just cool to have his power because it's fire and strong. Yeah, well, yeah, because I agree because Mahito's power, his idol transfiguration is way better to have. Yeah, especially for what he's trying to do. Right. Yeah. Way better for what he, and I, I think he can only use it once, he says. Like if he gets a special grade, he can use it one time okay. at a good way. Well, and he just used it here. He didn't seem like he missed a shot, so. What do you think he would have used Jogo for? Just like a, a chaotic volcano. Yeah. He's, you know, he's the king of chaos. What I do like about this, though, is that he was, they called him Ghetto the whole time. So that one, that means he didn't tell them his real name. Mm-hmm. And two, he was never on their side. Like he, any chance he took where he could have absorbed them, he would have done it. Right. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. I don't know why he didn't do it. So, well, I guess maybe he was afraid to fight him sooner that he might lose. Right, yeah, he was slowly collecting everything until everything was in place. Um, it is interesting, like, once he got Gojo in the prison realm and they were all standing around like he could have done it then, but I guess... Well, okay, no, 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 he needed Mahito to reach full mahito Full Mahito uh, capacity. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so he's, he's, literally, he's literally getting ready to thank Itadori for that. <laughs> <laughs> Itadori has... Everything Itadori oh, does that never poor, works out. That poor guy. Yeah, one type is people who had absorbed cursed objects like Itadori, and the other were sorcerers with brains wired like uh, Junpei. My sweet, sweet Junpei. Wired like normal people like Junpei. He said, for the former, he has given them strength to be vessels, like Itadori, and for the latter, have obtained ability to activate their techniques. So uh, can I be honest with you real quick? Anytime someone says the former, I always get a little bit confused. The first option, the Itadori one. Right, the one that they yeah. just said first. Later, or older. The older, older one. The oldest one is yeah, former. Yeah. The latter I can always is figure that out, but I just want to be... There's two things, right? And I'll be honest with you. I can never remember right off the top of my head when someone says former. Mm-hmm. 
And I also, every single winter, and you can call my friend Tommy about this because I tell him about it every year, when it reaches the point um, where your window starts fogging up, I can never remember if it's cold air or hot air that like defogs it. Really? I still, right now, I don't know. Wow. It's cold air? No. It's got to be cold air. because the No, it's got to be cold air. It's warm, man. I don't think you're right. <laughs> I do, all I know is I put that bitch on warm all the way on defrost mode, and it defrosts it every time. Well, not defrost. I'm talking about fog. Yeah, fog, too. I'm talking both ways. That's okay. what I do. Maybe my car doesn't have ample defogging going on. That's Maybe possible. Not. And he's also released the seal on cursed objects. So then, okay, the former. So he's saying that Sumiki has power, or she's the one with the she's the vessel. Which one was which? Um, she's like Itadori. She's like Junpei. <sighs> People absorb cursed objects. I don't believe she's absorbed a cursed object, so I believe she's like Junpei. Okay, yeah. Which so her, means her, so her, her brain power has been her, unlocked. Her power's been unlocked. Her brain is wired like a normal person. That's why she wasn't like Fushi. Yeah. But now he's unlocked that power. Oh, no. So now we're going to have to see like Fushi fight Sissy. Is that going to happen? That, but that's what he says. And I'll it'll come up here and say it again. It's not like he has the ability to just have them fight each other, which makes more sense. Well, I'll tell you. I'll do you one better. He says he's going to have them kill each other. Right. And then that's when which Yuki... Is, Yuki goes, wait, well, that doesn't mean they're just going to do that just because their potential's unlocked. And he's like, well, <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's what's so confusing. Uh, uh, yeah, he'll have them kill each other to learn more about cursed energy. So yeah, nobody's going to be like, oh, I want to learn more about cursed energy. Let me kill you. Well, that's kind of what serial killers do. Like, oh, I yeah, want to know. What, is everyone a serial killer now? Like, well, once you get that curse in you, baby, who knows what's going on? Just then, she says, "Let's kick his ass." And <laughs> yeah, I, that was a line I saw all five times. It wasn't nearly as hilarious until you just said it right now. <laughs> and then fr- the frozen technique is released, and the reason being is because Chozo, whose poison blood finally affected, what's her name? Ura Ume. Ura Ume had finally kicked in. We saw him hit her with it earlier but it just took a while for it to kick in. Um, and then Yuki says that her ally is protecting Mai and the other useless sorcerers. She, she doesn't use useless, but that is what I am Now, using. when I say that I'm mad, think about that. Think about what's going... Ghetto is getting ready to unleash 7,000... And we've got one guy who's, you know, would expect to be just as almost strong as her, is protecting... My, and I don't even know the other two people you named. I didn't name, I said other useless sorcerers. <laughs> Dude, what? Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Brainiac then says he's been secretly making packs with things for a thousand years. Cursed objects, beings, sorcerers. He's been doing it all for a thousand years. Yeah, the cursed objects that he distributed and what's left to sorcerers. They're, they're basically, like, that's what Sukuna is. That makes me think, did this guy make a pact with Sukuna when Sukuna was alive? Very possible. He's getting ready to chat at him a little bit in a second. And then all of that, though, was annulled when he obtained this body. I don't know why that is, but... 
<laughs> okay, so yeah, we're talking about these uh, these deals. Maybe he's got one with Sukuna. Who knows? And then he goes, "But all that's a wash." Then yeah, he's like, "I'm telling you that none of that matters." And that's when we see a bunch of monsters arising, bunch of curses. I don't really know what the fuck's happening here, but I think what is he? What's basically happening here? Thank you for asking me. I know you got this under control. Uh, well, here's what it looks like to me, Chad. Okay. We know that Mahito, right, he was all transfigured out. He mm-hmm. ran out, right? Uh, but for some reason, when he swallowed Mahito, that being Ghetto, it replenished all the transfigurees, so then he can lay the landscape in a black ooze that has transfigured curses. Just, it's kind of, okay, here's exactly what it's like. And we've only talked about this film once or twice. Have you ever seen the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie with Ivan Ooze? Yes. This is an Ivan Ooze sort of deal we got going on. Okay. Beware. Beware of the Ooze. <laughs> all right. So he's let out all the transfigurees, and they're all, they're transed up to the gills. Like they're <laughs> really big, right? No, they are. They're big monsters. They're very big. Um, he holds the prison realm and says, see you later, Itadori. And then he asks Sukuna if he's listening and says, the world of Hain, 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 the golden age of jujitsu is starting once more. So this is what he wanted. This what this is what I feel Sukuna wants too. Uh, every time Sukuna comes out, he's just like, oh, sorcerers are better in the past. Yada, yada. Yeah, I am curious. I mean, it does seem like maybe that is what Sukuna wants because why else would would Uraume be kind of like on this guy's team? It's just interesting. I don't know what kind of alliance they have or if it's an alliance. Well, that's what's fucking awesome. This is where I think the story's heading. We're going to get, because to me it seems like obviously fake ghetto. He's been around a thousand years. Uraume, she seems like she's been around for a, like a few hundred years. Okay. And then obviously Sukuna has, was long ago one of the greatest sorcerers ever i think we're gonna get like all these old time sorcerer type people versus like the new the new age sorcery see i i see what you're saying because it does seem like they're kind of after the same goal but i also don't feel like sukin is the kind of guy to like come out and dap up ghetto the next time he sees him that i think sukin coming out and he's going who the fuck wants it he he doesn't care who it is (laughs) okay he's just like i will throw hands with anybody that's down yeah. That's what he seems like, right? I mean, that's based off what we know about his character. He does He's seem just to, like, let's fucking go. Yeah. He only has so much time every time he comes out and he doesn't he doesn't waste it. Yeah, I think I mean that's pretty cool. Just a, a fight to see who the strongest sorcerer of all time is. That's what everybody has wanted all the the, the greatest basketball players of all time throughout ages yeah. to be able to play one on one together. That's basically what this is. Fake Ghetto's just like we're you know what? No more of this debate on whether who's the goat. We're going to have everyone battle it out. This is the goat right here. Yeah, it's okay. So here's what it's like. It's like um All right. Michael Jordan is inside of uh who's a great up and comer we got right now. Who, inside of someone? Like who's who's one of your favorites right now? Who's you think oh yeah, that guy was balls. Anthony Edwards? Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan is inside Anthony Edwards, so he can't like come out and play right now. 
But it turns out Wilt Chamberlain has been uh, jumping from body to body for the past thousand years. Okay. And now he comes out and now he's talking directly to Michael Jordan being like, this is what we've been waiting for. All the while, LeBron James is in the prison realm waiting to <laughs> waiting to come out. And when they're all unleashed, it's going to be the greatest basketball game ever. Yeah. And then Kobe. Kobe's just sitting on the sidelines just waiting, waiting his turn. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kobe, yeah. Jerry West is Ura Ume. Jerry West. <laughs> just because you're the logo doesn't mean you get to play. Uh... And then Bob Cousy is... <laughs> Bob Cousy's literally my. He yeah. just he's being protected right now. Yeah, and uh, All right. Anthony yes. Tolliver's Megami Fushiguro. Yeah, hidden potential for sure. <laughs> so he escapes with Gojo, and then we start seeing, and then boom, it just ends with they obviously did not stop him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We start seeing the news. We see a bunch of normal people talking about the cursed energy disaster. They're calling it fake news. Uh, but then they're going, well, every news outlet's covering it. Maybe it is real. I, and it looks like the most beautiful day outside it when does. they're doing it. Like, I wanted to be there. They're, you know, on the porch in the morning. Uh, they got flip-flops nearby, but they don't even have them on. They're just letting the sun soak their feet. It's a beautiful day for the end of the world, Ronnie. Prime ministers are in trouble. Uh, lots of conspiracy theories even going around. Mm -hmm. And then we hear that 10 million cursed spirits were released. I don't know who counted. I don't know who counted that either. Military intervention is possible from other nations. It is that bad, Ronnie. Okay, now this, I wanted to talk about this, right? They're talking about all the different places that could be affected and stuff like that. These are the... I don't know if these are the top three... But they're basically saying, all right, listen to these three. This is how you know it's bad. I just think this is a funny three locations. Love hotels. Don't really know what that, don't want to know what that means. We're probably going to have a lot of them with the way this OnlyFans culture is taking over. Uh, comma, campgrounds. Okay. All right. Yep. Comma, ghost towns. When those three things are being hit up, watch out. I guess that's how you know that there's 10 million when those places are being infected. Oh, wait, a, I thought I thought it was saying we need to evacuate the evacuees to those potential locations. Okay, maybe so. Maybe no so. longer how we estimate we need to make a plan to evacuate at least 5 okay. million citizens. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. That's what they're doing. With the bare minimum infrastructure. Basically saying, like, they're refugees almost. Okay. And we got to give them somewhere. Because um, here's the other thing that, Sorry, I, you're so right. I was a little bit confused. I apologize for that. Um, they do this thing where they show every location in the world, and it means nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I'm trying... I think they're trying to show that this is, like, danger all over the world. Yeah. But since I don't know any of these places and nothing's recognizable, it could all be within a five-mile radius. Was Correct. kind of the problem I was having. Uh, and they're even coming out to tell the public about cursed energy and sorcerers. They are announcing that they only arise in Tokyo, though. That's going to be the announcement, even though, I guess because it's so minuscule outside of that, they're like, well, we don't want to make it seem even worse than what it really is. Um, can we talk about this real quick? Yes. So they show us a baby in a crib, 
This has nothing to do with the episode at all. This is just a Ronnie Ronnieism that I'd like to discuss. Now the baby has got a, like a little pillow. Uh, the only note I have on the pillow is they actually drew a tag on it, which I thought was kind of funny. They've got baby wipes inside the crib. Yeah, that seems like bad form. Well, yeah. how how old is the baby? Do you think like so so little that they've got uh, some sort go. of gloves gloves on top of it? If it's so little, then the baby will not get a hold of the wipes because it can't probably can't even really move. All right. If it's three months old, then I think that's fair. Anyone want to be a parent with this guy? Hey, look at it. Wow, leave, dude. Hey, leave a knife next to it. It can't, wow. it can't do anything with that. I'm just saying, man. You know how hard I've been trying to find a parent with well, me? And apparently when you're going to become a parent, you're going to be lazy. <laughs> just leave the wipes in there. Leave the nuclear launch code button right next to <laughs> <laughs> It's too little. It can't push it down. Uh, we then see a lot of cursed spirits coming at people. Okay, I mean, it's pretty bad because these people are just innocently eating dinner and they get swallowed up whole. Uh, and I'm so sorry. I keep doing it. Cause keep I know doing it. You, I love it. I, I absolutely I, love it. I think you're lying. Sometimes love it, love your love face it. tells me otherwise. There's a woman making um, spring rolls. That gets eaten? Or that, uh, no. Just like while the news is going on, she's laying it out on the uh, the the egg roll paper, and she's got a nice fold. She's got the water to make a nice little mm-hmm. seal. It even looks like she's got like a tub of yogurt there, which I'm not exactly sure what that's for, but that's a house I'd like to be in. She's got okay. some coffee going. You know what's crazy, Ronnie? Hmm. Leave something valuable next to a baby that is two months old. You can trust the baby that it will not do anything to it. Probably more than you can trust anybody else in this world. And that's a life lesson. A newborn freshly birthed into this world will not steal or mess with something that somebody might otherwise do. I mean, uh, go off, buddy, but I mean, it was just baby wives. So I know, but I'm saying that's just like a... That's a life lesson. You will you will never trust somebody as much as you'll trust a two month old baby. Well, it depends on what I'm trusting them with. Not touching something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, you got me there, right? If yeah. it's to feed my fish, oh no, <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah that, oh no, you know, <laughs> yeah, would not trust him to do that. I don't have fish. Right. We see a young girl in a gas station eating food. She's stealing it. Um, no police are by, so she has not been apprehended yet. But then we hear a woman outside. I like that that was your note. She's she's stealing this food. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't see any cash in her hand or anything. Yeah. Um, A woman is outside starting to talk to her, and it's like almost like a ghost-like thing. And I'm like, oh, well, this isn't too creepy yet. And then this fucking terrifying monster tries luring her out for a warm bath. Now, if I'm in the middle of a gas station and a woman is outside telling me to come outside for a warm bath, that might be the most terrifying shit ever. Yeah, my notes here are, wow, kids are dumb. Kids are like the yes. dumbest people we make, you know? Right, because this kid is probably like 10 years old, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and too brave for its own good. If this was little Ronnie, oh, yeah. I would have been out the back door so fast. No, no, no. You would have been like, oh, okay. And then she says warm bath. And you go, I would love a warm bath. That's what you would have done. 
and you would have ran right out there for if it. If my mom was offering me a warm bath, would have been there in a heartbeat. If someone from the next room over he goes, I have got a warm bath. And I would have cried for the next five days. Dude, and this thing looks creepy. Like, they did a good job making this thing terrifying. It was like a legit horror film. Yeah, I thought was, it was in The Conjuring. I did not like it. This was a part that I did not see five times because I purposely missed it. She asked to sing songs and shit and then repeat stuff that she's saying, possibly meaning what I took from this is the stuff she was replying back to this cursed spirit, it started then repeating that. So almost like maybe she brought about this cursed spirit. Because she's had so much hatred towards something. Okay. Yeah. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I don't think she brought it on because I think that the whole... You think fake ghetto did? E- yeah. It's kind of what my... That was my read on it. But I also want to talk a little bit more about the city before we get to the huge payoff of that scene. Because there was... A, I like how they kept going back to like the black circle. And yep. it kept getting bigger, kept getting bigger. Um... Also, the fact that, like, all this is going on, like, we talked about the people who got eaten through the wall. The fact that it's going on right outside their door, but they've got, like, no clue. There's, like, news coverage of, like, people out there, but they can't see the curses. So they're just, like, some crazy magic stuff's happening. And then just huge shout out to the dumbass with the camera who, uh, you know, it's the trope where, and I've seen this before, they're acting like they're active eyes are the camera so like the woman disappears and then instead of just like being like oh hey i'm gonna drop the camera because there's a blood stain and my partner just disappeared i'm gonna use my own eyes he moves around (laughs) he moves around with the camera yeah yeah i love it so she the young girl then walks out to give this woman a water and right when she's about to get snatched by this monster that is not the size of a regular woman we have a stab coming through the sword right on top of this thing, and it's none other than Okatsu himself. Yeah, this was, I mean, no way to dog on this. This was just hype. Oh, it was this so is, cool. This is very cool. Very cool. Because he, he looks like a badass when he does it, too. Looks badass, just looks, you know, all grown up. He really <laughs> wants to shout it out. And I was just like, yes, let's finally, let's go. Yeah, we finally have a badass. It feels like we have some a real, a real ass. You know what? Back. I'm not gonna say the word. Well, it's just crazy. Like obviously we have the movie, but then, like people just so rarely even talk about him. And I, obviously, I guess it's because he's not there. So it's like, what good does talking about him do? But as soon as you see that, you know, it's been teased for so long, and it's just good to see the guy. It's I mean, good what a cool him. sword. He asks if she's okay. And then the thing goes to attack again, but he covers her face with his hand as Rika-chan just destroys, obliterates this thing. Yeah. Even he's like, take a chill pill, all right? We then go to Yuki, who talks about how she just sat back and let the guy work since everything had progressed so far. So is she talking about fake ghetto right here? I mean, I would assume so. She says, have you realized I'm not on your side? I just want spirits gone. Her allies and her will take responsibility for delivering the kids to where they were. It's time I confront Tengen, she says. And what will you do? And we don't see who she's talking to. Who is she talking to? Are we supposed to 
surmise that it's uh, the other Okatsu? guy, or no, or just her ally. I would assume it's her ally, but that's another where it's like, oh, she's talking to this guy that's going to get developed later on. Is kind of how after I did the research is how I took it. Okay. I'm also interested to see if like she actually can just go talk to Tengen because there's been a bunch of years that have passed. Obviously, that was something that wasn't something Gojo and Ghetto could just go do a few years ago, and she's making it seem like all right now it's time. Like maybe he's a bit of a pervert, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll talk to. God, the- I want to see what Tengen looks like, man. I really want to see this. I think it's gonna be he's gonna have tree features, be- like all the. Old like he, wise, he, yeah. He is so honed in. It seems like everything that is so honed in to cursed stuff has yeah. tree features. Yeah, that's just off the top of my yeah. noggin. I don't know anything. Probably wrong, but there you go. I like that. So yeah, we then get Okatsu, who's in front of the Jujutsu High Council, all the elites. The you could call them the they, if you will, and he's saying he'll do whatever they want. He'll even forge a pact with them, whatever they need. He says he cut off, he's pissed because the guy that he's mad at cut off Inumaki's arm in Shibuya. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing this is when Sukuna went on the full rampage, did his domain expansion. It caught Inumaki in the blast and blew off his arm. And Inumaki looks, he looks pretty cool there with his arm. he, He doesn't have a lot to say, but yeah. And yes, hey, you did great this season, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pleasure seeing you that one episode. Good work. I'm sure he's done. We'll never <laughs> see that guy again. And then he says, so I will kill Yuji Itadori. And we get Okatsu's face. And he just looks tired and angry. Mm-hmm. Very tired and very angry. So it was nice seeing him. And now he wants to kill Yuji. So now it's not so nice. Seeing right, him. right. But But with, I mean, it makes sense. It really does make sense. Based off what he knows, I think that this is a red herring. I don't think that there's... I don't oh, think you think got, he's bullshitting to the... No, no, no. I think he probably does think that right now, but I think, you know, get those two guys in a room together. They're going to figure it out pretty quick and be like, wait a second. You're pretty cool. You're a pretty cool guy. Yeah, but I feel like Yuji would almost come to this point where he's like, yeah, I probably need to die. No? Well... Yes, unless someone tells him, hey, man, if you die, then Sukuna just is you 100% of the time. Would that happen? If he... I think so, right? And that the whole pact, like if he dies, then Sukuna keeps him alive or takes over? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, that would suck. I mean, you don't really think, like, he can't just go put a bullet in his head and then be like, ah, we almost... Sukuna was almost back. No, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Sukuna wouldn't be away, but his cursed objects would, like, spread out again. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Oh, like the phalanges? Yeah, yeah. The Why phalanges. did you say cursed objects when we totally have a word for that? I don't know. You, you know what that was very much of you like? You should be a Jujutsu Kaisen writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People be like, wait, whoa, objects? Is there like also yeah. yo-yos or something? What else yo-yos. does he have? But yeah, um, we then have four points that go on the screen. Yeah, and and I, I, want, I want you to read them all. Yeah, okay. I took these very seriously too. All right, number one. God, these seem like very... God... When the Jujutsu Academy lays down the law, be warned. Here we go. Number one. 
Suguru Geto's survival was confirmed. We hereby declare the reinstatement of his death sentence. Okay. Okay. We'll get right on that. Uh, number two here. Satoru Gojo has been deemed an accomplice in the Shibuya incident and is hereby expelled from the Jujutsu Society. In addition, any attempt to free him from his seal will be deemed a crime. Who is writing this? Someone put pen to paper on this? Seriously. Gah. All right, number three. Now, this is the only good one. The principal, or no, uh, yeah, the principal... <laughs> is sentenced to death for inciting Satoru Gojo and Suguru Geto causing the Shibuya incident. Woo! You know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every yeah. once in a while. You hit, you and, hit one of the And you shots. could add this too. And for doing absolutely nothing yeah. when he could have done something. For flirting with girls yeah. uh, 17 miles off of the side of the yeah. action. Another great, hey, another character with an absolute stellar season. Good work, buddy. <laughs> Number four, the suspension of Yuji Itadori's death sentence is hereby revoked. It is unsuspended, and his execution shall be carried out promptly. And there's another. And it's it says okay. bye. And then number five. Yep. Number five. It does seem like that could have. I don't blame you for thinking it was right. in four parts because it, it should have been. It should have been shoehorned into number mm -hmm. four. They just had five bullet points written out, so they wanted to do all of them. Uh. Special grade sorcerer Yuta Okatsu shall be appointed as Yuji Itadori's executioner. Shall be... Wait, just do it already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Has been appointed. Don't shall be appointed. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't trust any of these people. Yeah, they're waiting for after lunch. I mean, dude, this, this reminds me... This is some bullshit. I mean, this is so realistic because this is some bullshit that like the, our government would do. They exactly. would just... This would all happen and then they would write this, these five things right here. Be like... You're fucking kidding me. Like, all right, we're back on track. Yeah, we're back on track. Yeah, they show the black hole again, how it just keeps getting bigger. It's just absolute devastation. But then we go back to a random bridge to see Yuji walking around with a flashlight. It's nighttime. The sun then comes up. Yuji raises his hands in a sorcery fashion mm -hmm. and then claps as we get monsters arising from the water. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. I need a mental break from the show. Yeah. End of episode. Now, is he like a monster sorcerer now? Did some sort of mojito rub off on him? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, man. I mean, he rubs his hands to like he come claps warm it, yeah, up, and then, and then he claps warms it, claps them, and then they arise. And he clearly like knows that he can do it. Yeah. Or he's like in the process of practicing it. Um, yeah, because he got a scar. And he's paying homage so, to uh, his boy Toto by clapping. That's true, too. Whatever happened to Toto? We didn't see that. I don't know. You just made it seem like he died, and that kind of made me sad. I, I, think I don't think he died. I, I think, think he's, so just, either, he's just useless now. Wow. That's, the, that's a wrap, folks. It's a wrap for season two. I really do need a mental break from that, but I'm excited. Like you said, where it landed, where it's heading, just give me an all-out battle. I'm ready for that. Well, mm, no, you don't I'm not ready for an all-out battle because it kind of feels like that's what this season was. 
<laughs> well, I want another one. <laughs> Let's run it back. Run it back. Run it back. I okay. Well, let me refrain from saying that. I guess I do kind of want an all-out battle because I think what this show does the best is, is the all-out the, oh, battles yeah. rather than any kind of plot-driven. One thousand percent, this show does yeah. the battling the best. Some of these fights, this entire, I mean. There are so many really good ones that I forget that they're in the same season. Yeah. I think back to like Toji, Gojo, which was at the same part of the season. Um, Toji and Dagon. Yeah, it's my instinct to be like, uh, just because it's the way I watch shows, be like, okay, I want some more dialogue. I want some more stories. But I just know that I would end up being more confused. So I guess let's let's just fight them. Let's just do it. Let's just fight them, dude. Let's fight. Let's get... The the plot needs to be get Gojo the hell out of that seal. That's what it needs to be. I like it. And that's pretty much it. And Itadori's gonna do that by sending sea monsters his mm-hmm. way. Cool. Um, well, for the time being, we've wrapped this up, which means it's the new year. We're gonna do our Attack on Titan yep. series wrap up next week. Uh we are still doing Finland Saga. So if you want, we've just finished um we're getting ready to finish season one of that. You can go sign up for our Patreon, get those current episodes. The free feed is three episodes behind, but guess what? You know, if you don't want to pay, that's fine. You can still listen to them. They're still dropping. And then, yeah, we're kind of, I mean, after that. Yeah, we're. I guess we're focusing all our attention on the ser- uh, series wrap-up of Attack on Titan, and then yeah, we'll I guess, just go from there. You know, Chad, it hadn't really hit me till now. I guess we got some figuring stuff out to do, huh? Yeah. Look at me and you. Just moving along. We got so in the mode, hey, just stomping hey, these out. SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon? Question mark. It really is crazy. I was thinking about today about how, I was like, oh my God, we've almost been watching Jujutsu Kaisen for half a year now. Really? 23 episodes? Actually, it has, well. Oh, yeah. And then there was a break there was after a break. five. Isn't that wild? Wow. <laughs> yeah, let that sink in. Anyway, go check it out. Let us hear from you. Tell us what you think we should do. We, we're uh, always think, looking to make friends. I think uh, <laughs> SpongeBob is what we should do. God, do you really want to do it? Yeah. Was that a good SpongeBob laugh? Yeah. Pretty well, good. You work on it. <gasps> SpongeBob! Everyone, SpongeBob! Everyone knows you do a better Patrick yeah. than SpongeBob. No, I'm going to starve. That was Maybe so. Stay tuned. Yeah. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.